congregation of our Lord Jesus Christ, whether we ask ourselves the question or somebody else, how will I or how will you look ahead in your lives, uh, we can find ourselves answering that question in a number of different ways. I think about how as we go through a calendar year that there tends to be two times that we kind of look at the year in newness. One time is when the calendar actually gets to its final page, the end of December and the beginning of January. Another time we start looking at that is when we start seeing cycles of activity resume in August and September, uh, where matters of church, matters of schooling, uh, tend to rev up once again and preparations are being made for what we would call a new year or a new season. And uh, as we do that, as we come together like we do that way, there, there, there certainly are different ways for us to approach the future in certain respects, depending on what we have to get ready for. But certainly one of them, from a biblical point of view, is to approach the future one day at a time. At this time of the year, if you're a, if you're a student thinking about the new year, or you're a teacher thinking about the new year, or your parents thinking about a new year, uh, what can be before you can seem very, very daunting. Whether it's working out of college, working out of high school, working at home and homeschooling, whether it's in grade school, uh, middle school, seems like you've got the whole year ahead of you, and it seems like quite a mountain to climb. But from a biblical point of view, it's very important for us, especially when we're looking at things like that, uh, to look at our future one day at a time. Not only educationally, but in other trying times that we might find ourselves in. And, and that's, of course, part of the comfort that we get from what Jesus taught us to pray when he taught us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. Now, there are times when we are keenly aware that we have to take things one day at a time. And sometimes the challenge that's in front of us or the, the, the amount of uh, work that's before us in a day or the amount of trial that might be before us in the day is it may be for us that we have to take it one event at a time, one challenge at a time, one moment at a time. Uh, because we can find the day, which Jesus has said has enough trouble on its own, uh, to be so filled with challenges that we dare not look beyond the hour, let alone the day. But even if we don't find our day so overwhelming, we nevertheless get counseled by Christ that to live daily by the hand of the Lord is wise. We focus on that calling tonight where we see that such living is in such a way involves a life of faith and one of prayer. Living daily by the hand of God is a life that's lived by faith. And the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody lives life, of course. But not everyone lives life day, daily or day by day. And not everybody lives life day by day knowing that they can only do so by the hand of God. Approaching the future with a day-to-day -day approach is, is a wise one. Uh, 
That's not to say that there's no room for planning. There's no room for vision. It's the hope of the future, of course, that we have in Christ beyond today that, that helps us to approach today and tomorrow. But the prayer taught by the Lord to us reminds us, it reminds us of the wisdom of approaching life day to day. Not, not the, the worldly way that says, I'm just living for the moment, I'm just living for the dream, I'm just living for this, this experience and that sort of thing, and, and I'm, and I'm going to throw care to the wind. No, but a, but a godly day-to-day -day approach. One of the reasons that Scripture gives to us for that approach is this, that, that today's the only one we have. We don't have any more days but today. Give us this day our daily bread. It's the only one we've got. And we may make, make plans for tomorrow, and, and that's, that's fine. Uh, it's all right to do that. We know that. But, but things can change incredibly quickly from one day to another. And we, if we live long enough on this planet, we know that's true. That we make these certain plans, and then all of a sudden something can happen so dramatically to us that what we thought we were going to be able to, to do tomorrow turns out not to be. So the plans that we may have had can suddenly change without notice. Unlike our eternal God, we, we don't know what tomorrow will bring. God knows the end from the beginning. And we, we have to acknowledge don't even know if we'll have tomorrow. And so keeping the day in perspective and tomorrow in perspective that way, it keeps us honest and it keeps us humble. Because we see the difference, don't we, as well as the reliance that we have between ourselves and our God. It also keeps us focused because the scripture does tell us each day has enough trouble of its own. If we tend to be visionaries, there's certainly virtue to be found there because we don't want to anticipate, because we do want to anticipate what's coming and we do want to prepare for what's coming and we do want to make what is coming a reality by our planning today. But sometimes in doing that, we catch ourselves weighing ourselves down with what might come and we do that in a time frame that can't bear all that weight. You know, we borrow trouble. The time frame we have is today, and we try to stuff it full of tomorrows that haven't come yet. And it's for that reason that Jesus would say that today has enough trouble of its own. Again, we don't have tomorrow. We do have today, and it is for today, that we must live and stop trying to live out tomorrow before tomorrow comes. And certainly then for today, that then we must be praying. When we live day to day, we need to do so knowing the source of our living. So we might live faithfully, fully, contentedly. We 
We hear from Scripture that it is from God that we live and move and have our being. And it's one thing for us to say that we live from day to day. But we live from day to day only because the Lord allows it. And only because the Lord supplies for the day. And we don't truly and wisely and contentedly live from day to day without a trust in the God who supplies sufficiently for the day. Living faithfully from day to day isn't just about living in some sort of hand-to-mouth existence either. Not many, and there's many that, that can live that way, and many must live that way, and, 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 and in times we, 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 we certainly have a pity for some that have to live like that, but that's, that's not what the prayer is talking about, as if to say, God, give me this subsistence, minimalistic lifestyle. That's not what it's saying. Living from day to day as a Christian in the spirit of the fourth commandment is meant to be bringing us to a proper perspective, though. Living from day to day is living under the utter dependence and reliance of the Lord to supply. It's living humbly, knowing that even the basics of life are not owed to us, but are given to us. Give us this day our daily bread. Living day to day is living as those who believe that were it not for the shed blood of Jesus Christ, we would not be able to say even that God would supply our needs in accordance with His glorious riches in Christ. Living today is living not as people who believe the world owes us, or the government owes us, or our family owes us, or God owes us. That's a, that's a worldly mentality that we see plenty of. That we are people that are entitled. We have all of this coming to us. But the fourth petition doesn't look at it like that. Living day to day is living as those who believe that God in His grace who has supplied for us so much already in Christ, is indeed, indeed, so that all is ours in Christ, is also the one on whom we need to come humbly confident that He'll graciously give us in all things for Jesus' sake. It's a reliance, a humble reliance on the Lord. Not because we deserve it, not because we're entitled to it, not because somebody owes us, but because we come recognizing how much we owe to God in the first place. And we keep continuing coming to Him, seeking that He'll, hoping that He'll graciously supply and believing that He will because He's already given us the greatest thing that we need, and that is the indescribable gift of Christ. Worldly living day to day is a stressful way to live. Uh, it, it's a discontented way to live. Uh, it, it's never living with the satisfaction or with the hope that what they're seeking is going to be given or that what's been given is, is enough. 
godly living day to day is living in the rest that God will supply. We're praying for these things. This is how you ought to pray. You ought to pray to him that he might give what is needed. As much as you're praying for his kingdom to come, his will to be done, and his name to be hallowed. That God will supply. That God will answer. Not, not what I want, but what I need for the day. Because after all, I, I'm not without God. I, I'm not without hope when I'm in Christ. I'm with Him. And I'm with hope. And I'm, and I'm living day to day uh, uh, that way in that hope. Rich or poor. Because living day to day is living where we take nothing for granted. Because we know that all that we have, we owe to our Heavenly Father, even our daily bread. Praying for that kind of contentment where the Lord supplies what is needed is what will help us live all the more faithfully from day to day. Even as our living more faithfully from day to day will shape our prayers. One goes along with the other. The one hand washes the other. We, we pray in part not just so that we can be supplied, but so that we can be more confirmed in how faithful the Lord is to us. And as our passage expresses, so others will also know, like Solomon mentions, that the Lord is God and there is no other. That all that we have we owe to Him. We we want our belief in God and Christ to supply, to impact others to believe in God and Christ as well. Living daily by the hand of God is to be a faithful way of life, and it's also supposed to be a prayerful way of life. When we see what Jesus teaches us in the fourth petition, we come to see that every day is a day that we need to pray, because every day we need it. We don't just need Him when we're sick. We don't just need Him when we're hungry. We don't just need Him when we're desperate. We don't just need Him when we are going through a sorrowful time. Though certainly we, we need Him in times of trouble. But there isn't a day that passes when we don't need the Lord. Every breath we take, in fact, every moment movement we make. Every endeavor we encounter, every responsibility that we have is dependent on the Lord. It, 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 and so the least we could be doing is praying every day when we think of it that way. Because every moment we have is dependent on Him. If we work, like the Catechism says, and worry and care and even receive, and we don't see a daily need to receive God's blessing on our work and our care and the gifts that we receive, then all our work and all our care and our, all our gifts mean nothing. And that goes to show us once again how important prayer is to our life. Who, who wants their efforts and their cares and the things they receive to mean nothing to them? You know, if you're smart or you're, you're well-to-do or you're gifted musically or athletically or you have a successful business, what does it matter if you don't seek God's blessings on what has been given to you? For that matter, uh, what 
All of this has been all of this that has been given to you. You know, the rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous, but everything's null and void and empty unless we acknowledge the one who, who gives it to us. And unless we seek his blessing for what has been received. Consider another point that moves us to pray daily from our passage. Solomon, following his prayer of dedication and supplication at the temple, blesses those assembled as they are about to depart into the future. It's a prayer of sorts itself. And in doing that, he declares, may these words of mine with which I have made supplication before the Lord be uh, near the Lord our God day and night, that he may maintain the cause of his servant and the cause of his people, Israel, as each day requires. As each day requires. See, living day to day by the hand of the Lord is a prayerful realization that every day requires new prayer. No day is quite the same as the other. Some people in their stoic and their cynical and their empty way of looking at life will say in essence, and they say it a lot more crass than I ever would, same stuff, just a different day. No. No two days are the same. Every day, each day, requires a bit differently or a great deal differently than the previous day or other days. Your prayer, if, if you've been pregnant at any time, is different than your prayer for your children when they're one or they're five or they're 15 or they're 22. The day requires that difference. But each new day has its new challenges and requires new prayer. Solomon prayed for God's supply as each day requires. For every day required the supply of the Lord. In accordance with that day, no two days are alike. Each day requires the Lord's supply. So should not each day be a day that we again seek the Lord to supply according to the need of the day. The ultimate need of the day must never be lost in what we see. Solomon doesn't lose sight of that ultimate need, nor does Jesus in teaching us how to pray. We must always remember that the supplies that we seek are ultimately for the ultimate project. The contractor doesn't go to the supply store just so he can fill his truck with supplies. What do you need today? Well, just give me a bunch of pipes. Well, what are you working on today? Well, I'm working on putting the framework around a home. Well, what do you need pipes for? Well, I'm not worried about that. I just need my truck filled with stuff. No, he, he's going to seek the supplies for a purpose, for an end, to build the house that he's been called to build or to, or to finish the task that he's been called to finish. He's not just going to fill his truck with stuff. He's going to get the supplies that he needs for the purpose before him. 
And that's what we always need to be remembering when we're praying for our daily bread, isn't it? We must never forget the supplies that we seek are sought for the hallowing of the Lord's name, the furthering of his kingdom, the doing of God's will. Those first three requests. Because God comes first in the seeking of supplies, in the context of seeking supplies. It's easy to pray for bread and, and for health and other things. Like, like that's the end all. I got what I wanted. I filled my truck with stuff. But why do we want that? It's so we can praise God more for what he's done for us in Christ because that's the task at hand, isn't it? It's also one thing to be praying for ourselves. Very easy to do, but then there are the needs of all of God's people. Give us this day our daily bread. Even as we're called to love God and love our neighbor as Christ loved, so also do we pray with that spirit in mind. As we ask for what we need, we also pray for God's people. We're to pray for the cause of God's people. Even as Solomon, the type of Christ, the great intercessor, prays for the cause of God's people. It's not just for the extraordinary things. But it's for the things so easily taken for granted. Because all that is needed is for all that is needed for the lives of God's people as they look ahead. As they take each day as it comes. It's those who can take to heart that God shall supply. All our needs, according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. So, you know, as you're approaching the upcoming week, as you're maybe looking at a new school year, a new church year, or, or simply the new day before you, when it comes, be encouraged to approach it as a person in Jesus Christ who, who faithfully and prayerfully lives day by day before the hand of God and by the hand of God. Because that's what Jesus taught us when he taught us to pray. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen. Let's pray together.